0: hmm I'm pushing the button in three, two, one. And until somebody sends us an intro song, we'll do our own. Ready? Sure. I'll do the shaker, you do you do that. Here. And
1: oh, do that, that the other one the... Oh. Yeah, yeah, ready? Right? If if I can get it. Yeah. Okay,
0: that is our intro. Please send us an intro. To somebody. You know what? I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, <laughs> before we start, I'm just gonna shout out to myself. I didn't even know how to do that five minutes ago, and then. What are you throwing around? That was actually you. That was you. That was your foot. Don't don't blame me for that. <laughs> there's, he's there's he's throwing my foot around. Down. But and then I kept up with your tempo too. Man, I'm I'm proud of myself. That was
0: that was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh so it wasn't pretty but it happened. Welcome to Pontification Station where we pontificate uh about games, facts, things and uh, objective, subjective, all kinds of objectives. Um and that's what we're doing with. <laughs> you know, I realized that after in the first two episodes, I never introduced who Stephen is. For those of you who don't know, Stephen Was born an orphan in Norway um, at which time he was abducted by Vikings and and Mm -hmm. taken over to Ireland where he learned how to play the flute Uh, he made his way over to the US where he became a professional a a, a professional uh, highlight player in Miami Um, and from Miami he, he made his way here to the Tampa area uh, Microsoft just noticed. You know, this guy's got way too many skills. His highlight skills are definitely going to come in handy, and uh, so they brought him on board. and And now we are privileged to have him join
1: us. Um, did I did I get never any had of to that wrong? You no, know, that
2: was verbatim exactly how it happened.
1: I'm really glad that you started to veer from your original like course for that story because at the beginning I was like. This sounds a lot like the story of St. Patrick. All you did was stick Norway in there. Yeah, just, and again, listen, this is where we pontificate. If you do not know,
0: St. Patrick's... This is this is bonus stuff because this is not even with what we're talking about, but St. Patrick's real name was... Maywin Socket. That's right, Maywin Socket. That was his real name. And he wasn't even Irish. He was
1: English. He was English, yeah.
0: Yeah. He was kidnapped. He was kidnapped and taken to Ireland and sold as a slave. And then he is (laughs) actually the story is really bizarre. Then he actually escaped. uh, And then after he escaped, he went back as a missionary uh, to Ireland. Ireland. But yeah, his so so all this green stuff on uh, Saint Patrick's Day. I guess Saint Patrick's does sound much better than Saint Maywin Socket. Uh, a little bit doesn't <laughs> doesn't roll off the tongue the, as well yeah it's just not as good so anyway so yeah when i was a school teacher i would actually wear a top hat and and the british flag on st patrick's day and everybody's like what are you doing and it's like <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't irish he was english yeah so, anyway, and, that,
2: and thats the hill you're gonna die on.
0: And that, dude, there were a lot of hills. <laughs> <laughs> there were there a lot of a lot unnecessary of hills. Listen, hills. I got called into the office more than the students got called into the office when I was teaching. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's—I'm that's, just 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 gonna throw that out there.
1: He is what we would call a problem.
0: Yeah,
2: if we have a problem child. We have a problem teacher. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So
0: um, so with that, we are now finally getting started today. Um, so does anybody actually just want to go ahead and jump in and go first? So for those of you joining us, what we do is we throw out a f- interesting fact that we found this week. And then we just go from there and see where we land. You yeah. seem to be nodding a lot, so so I might just let you go first. Since, since they can't sure. hear you nodding.
1: Yeah.
2: You don't That's... know that. Maybe, maybe I'm like aggressively nodding. So like the wind kind of
1: just nodding here, Mike. <laughs>
2: <There> oh <you go. laughs> um, right. yeah, sure. I'll go first. I have a, a, a kind of a fun little fact actually. So, um, and it's actually the theme of my background right now as yeah. you can probably, see for those who are watching us at twitch.tv forward slash gamers on the edge. Um, Super Mario 64. It's a pretty legendary game. It's still even talked about today because, to my understanding, it's pretty much the number one game to speedrun because it's that competitive. So on and so forth. You get the idea. My little fun fact was the development of Mario 64. More specifically, apparently uh, during the like mm-hmm. the half stages of Mario 64, they decided, all right, half the team is dedicated to developing, and the other half of the team is dedicated to playtesting. Actually playing with these levels, playing around with how the game works, especially 3D first time doing that, they gotta do it right. And a lot of Berlin people decided, I'm going to bring my kids to work so that the kids can also play test because well, that's the target audience. You got to know what the kids like to get it going. And again, a it. you can, know, can I, kids. can I pause
0: real quick because I have to Absolutely. say, can, I wish Disney would have thought of that. Because <laughs> honestly, everything? some of the early Disney games were some of the hardest games I have ever played. The, oh, I
2: mean, like Lion King, Aladdin, that, oh, that Toy Lion Story
0: King. one? The Toy That's Story one. game was great, but some of those levels were ridiculously difficult. So they obviously didn't have any kids testing those things. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you may continue. I just remember Disney games being oh, just no, ridiculously right. like, in that, difficult.
2: You know, the um, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis era, yeah, all those Disney licensed games were brutal.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but uh, yeah, Miyamoto, Shigeru Miyamoto, creator of Mario as well as other you know precious gems from Nintendo. He also had um, his kid... Hell, playtest. And I actually brought up the interview that he had where he talked about that. And I'm going to go ahead and quote Miyamoto verbatim right now. That's the kind of thing I want players to do. Pointless stuff like that. Truth be told, we did something with Mario 64 that we don't usually do. We had children playtest. We had a row of about 10 middle schoolers and had them play around on the King Bob Arms stage for half a day while we observed from behind. My child was one of them, actually. Dot, dot, dot but seeing him try dozens of times over and over to get up this unclimbable hill as a parent i couldn't help but think geez does this kid have any brains (laughs) (laughs) and in parentheses (laughs) (laughs) afterwards we asked the children what they thought of the game and they said it was fun and that they wanted to play it again um so that's that's kind of cute but i just love the idea of like the most Brilliant minds in video game, like one of the most talked-about names. that created some of the best games to this day. I mean, again, Mario, Zelda, Star Fox—you get the idea. This man's big, and him going—is my kid stupid <laughs> as he's watching
0: it? <laughs> 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 Mario sixty-four. You, you know, it's funny—you're you're talking about them watching them. Um, mm-hmm. it, my brain does not work going backwards, but I can't remember what was an episode—the first one we did together or the second one but I mentioned Cubert uh, and the fact that mm-hmm. uh, they put it in a bowling alley and the developers watched people from behind a one-way mirror.
1: Yeah, you um, that.
0: And it was really funny because last weekend we were at an event and we got to meet, I got to meet the, the, produ- the developer. And I asked him about that. And he said that was a very, very normal thing that they would do. They would just drop arcade cabinets and bowling alleys and sit back and watch people from behind the glass because he said every time you ask somebody they were like yeah yeah it was pretty good yeah uh, but when they watched them they'd see people storm off all mad because they they just lost like in 30 seconds you know they just couldn't get it but so so they found that it was just much better to actually just just watch people instead of asking them because they always made it sound nicer when they when you would ask them, but naturally, naturally. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so I thought that was pretty nifty. Got to meet some interesting people last this last week. Hey, wait, wait, wait. See, this is completely random, but that's how we roll around here.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So is, is is this your is this your side fact for his fact? No, no. Go ahead. You you can jump in, Javier. Um. So um, Actually, um. I'm glad that you brought up the whole speedrunning thing, because my my side fact is actually about um, Super Mario 64 speedrunning. Ah. Oh. I I speedrun the game quite a uh, bit every every once in a while just just for fun. It's a fun game to. I love the movement and stuff. So.
2: Oh, it's one of the tightest controlling games ever. But
1: um so as of March 19th, 2020, Super Mario 64 is the most speedrun game of all time with 14,009 speedruns logged on speedrun.com. Everyone
2: wants a piece of that. It's, Everyone wants a piece of it. Yep.
1: There's so many different um uh, different categories too. It's it's insane just how oh, much yeah. people have put into this game here's another person
0: again because we pontificate and we jump in every single direction here's another person that I got to meet this weekend uh, let's see if you can recognize this
2: fire edition i'm here
0: with angel and angel and uh, gamers on the edge have been doing a lot of work to help kids to help people in need uh, keep the spirit keep the fire strong keep people healthy so a uh, hashtag uh, making a difference boom shakalaka give it up my friends give it up and dig deep get those quarters ready and give them
2: to hashtag make a difference <laughs> well, The get the quarters ready that that was the cherry on top. That was great, right?
0: Right? I expected <laughs> really the Boom Shakalaka. I mean, that's what he was famous for. Boom Shakalaka. Mm-hmm. He's on fire, you know? But mm-hmm. they get the quarters ready to he was a really cool was, dude was too. beautiful. Was that? I said he was a really cool dude, too. He was very cool. He sounds cool. So, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah.
2: NBA Jam, right?
0: NBA Jam. Yeah, the original. <laughs> man, that, man I played a lot of that. The
2: best basketball yeah. game. Let's just admit it. It's the best basketball game.
0: There was that... And um, the other one that I liked a lot, although I'll be honest with you, I liked the soccer one better, was the Basketball Street, uh, Street Hoops. Oh, NBA Street, street. Hoops. NBA street. street. wasn't. It? it was. It was, it was street called hoops. Street Hoops. Street Hoops. hoops. It's old. They had a, this a is soccer. Street. A uh, soccer, hmm. uh, street soccer or whatever it was. Yeah. It was so good. It was.
1: so yeah, it was like, waiting for. Uh... It was like a street series um, that they did.
2: Yeah. I'm just waiting for Mario basketball.
1: Mario um, basketball?
0: But hey, I'm looking forward to Mario tennis once uh they actually get that done on the Switch. They, they did. They have. Is it already up? It's
1: it's been out. Yeah. Did I miss that? Yeah. I need it to was, get it. Up. Was to it was literally out before COVID.
0: Years. I need to get up on that. I need, <laughs> I, need, <laughs> I need I need me we need to do a Mario tennis tournament. Anyway, go ahead, have um
1: uh I was going to say that um uh, fun fact uh, I haven't done um, as much research um, <gasps> as I want to yet but it sounds like with the new um, the new 64 uh, <clears throat> port that you get with the switch um, online the extra premium one mm-hmm. they brought back BLJ's backwards long jumps one of the biggest probably the most known speed run um technique ever and for those of you listening to this
0: podcast or the youtube in the year 2047 because these will be here forever uh the the date today is november 30th of 2021 it is so so that you know we're on top of things it hasn't happened yet if it has happened already when you're listening to this we're not behind we're just time travelers <laughs> uh <laughs> just, just go with it but you know what that is a perfect transition well, let's talk about this we're, we're gonna test you guys Javier, you have something to write on get your get your phone uh, and, and open up a notepad on your phone so because we're gonna test both of you uh Last week and the week before, we are learning about objective and subjective. Objective being facts, subjective being eh, sort of opinion, facts, maybe more opinion. It's just opinion. It is. So, the first game we're doing this week is going to be an objective game. We're going to test the two of you. I'm going to stay with Super Mario 64, I mean, with, uh, yeah, Super 64, uh, my tan gets all tungled, birds come out wackridge. Uh, You ready, Javier? You're going to write down the answer. No, I'm not ready. Oh, you got to get ready. Here well, me I go. mean, I'm ready, but can I'm not ready? ready because I'm... Question number one, do not answer out loud. How many total power stars can you collect in the game? How many total power stars can you collect in the game? Write your answer down, Javier.
2: See, I don't play Mario. Well, 64. this is...
0: this is, We're going to find out how much you know. Yep. <laughs> Steven said not much. Steven, what's your answer? Already?
2: Um. He said already. I just, <laughs> I just feel like it's divisible by... Like, what's that magic number that's in every development? Which is 256. But I'm going to say half, 128. Javier?
1: 178?
0: 120! One, Ooh! 120! So, that's, s- so Steven, Steven's, Steven's that's ahead
1: not, right not. That's not all of the... Sh- that's not
0: all of the
2: stars. Bite him.
1: What's that's, that? that's not all of the stars. Mm, I'm going to up. No, uh, one, on one, one, 120 is um, the highest that um, people do in speedruns, but that's not the highest amount of stars oh. you can get. Uh-oh, we're going to have to research that. Are you researching,
0: Steven? Currently
2: researching right now.
0: Okay. While you're researching, I'm going to jump straight
1: into question number two.
2: Nope, I already found it. Yep, it's 120. It's
1: It's 100. There's no way they get every. I don't remember them getting every single.
2: Well, you're thinking, get speedrunning on your mind. This is layman Mario 64.
1: Yes, but like. Where is. I'm sure. I thought there were stars that they skip.
0: Weak spot. (laughs) You just don't care. You're just going to continue. Walking. Weak spot. Where is that? Womp King's weak weak spot. Oh you should know this one, Javier.
2: Uh repeat the question.
0: Womp King's weak spot. Where is it? Womp Kings? Okay. Yeah. When you're in his fortress. You're trying to kill him. What's this weak spot?
2: Are you saying thwomp as in T H Thwomp?
0: <laughs> What's your answer, Steven? His back? Javier Oh yeah, his back. okay. You both get that one, alright. How many? <laughs> how many different times can you race Koopa? The quick. How many times can you race Koopa?
1: How many times race, you race him? Yeah. Uh...
2: Let we'll me take a wild guess.
0: What's your wild guess?
2: Three. I'm going based off the rule of three. three.
0: Oh, you both went with three. It is two. Two. All right. So Steven's still almost ahead by one. I, I, only because you were closer <laughs> to the 120, even though you didn't get it. What is the name? That's going to be the tiebreaker right now. There you go. What is the name of the sea dinosaur who lives in Hazy May's Cave? I know what he looks like. I just don't what know is his the, name. What?
2: the name
0: of the sea dinosaur who lives in Hazy May's Cave?
2: The little Loch Ness dude. Not Lapras.
0: Anything from either one of you?
2: I'm gonna say Locky, just because it sounds. Nope. cute. And he's, he's is, clearly Lockness Monster.
0: No, Pepsi? Dory. Dory. D o r r i e. Okay, man, this is this is a tough one here. Uh, in which level can you find Klepto the Condor? The There's name a of condor?
1: the Condor. Oh, that's um, yeah, okay. What'd you get? What'd you get?
2: A uh, desert place. I don't know.
1: Have you? That is uh. Oh, I know it. Uh, With the pyramid. Oh, it's um, is it spinning sand land or it's? Oh, oh, okay. So, so it is a desert so, area. So,
0: okay, so now we have, we have, a tie, because you were close enough. Like he was close enough to the one twenty. It is shifting sand shifting. land. Shifting. So, ah, so I'm gonna sand. give him half a point. You got half a point. So we're we're back to a tie here. Right. Which of these is not a special cap in the game? You ready? Metal? Wing, Speed, or Vanish? Which one is not a cap in the game? Metal, Wing, Speed, or Vanish? What you got?
2: Geez, I don't know. Any I've, I've never seen like a Speed well, or I know again. the answer.
0: Oh, he knows the answer. He might take the lead. I know the answer. I know you know the answer. You speedrun the game. <laughs> all right, all right. Come on. What'd you got? Uh, 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 I'm going to say Vanish. Javier? speed it is speed. Speed was oh, my second guess. Javier takes the re- lead. How many times do the do you fight Bowser over the course of the entire game?
2: Once when you speed run.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> the entire game was the key here. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna, um, I'm gonna say three times.
0: Three times. It is three and times. And no,
1: you have to fight him every single time. You have to fight him all three times,
0: no matter what. In speed run? Yep. What is the name Actually, right. of the you're yellow right. rabbit that runs around a castle? Are you, oh, ready, to says, Are yeah, you ready, ready to lose?
2: He says, I'm ready to lose?" <laughs> I am ready to lose. This will be the first one I lose, by the way.
0: It is. You've destroyed in the first two. Well, that's
1: because yeah. the other ones like were dumb. One
0: to one on yeah,
2: the first I, feel like one. I feel like I feel like there's a little bit of favoritism. Three
0: in the second one. Oh, oh, I got I, two I, games this week. All right, Javier, what you got? Mips. Mips, it is. So he takes the lead. Yeah. How many power stars do you need before you can fight the final boss? Twelve? Seventy. It is seventy. I don't, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> what this is very does one-sided. Yoshi <laughs> give you?
1: Technically, you only need one, but...
0: <laughs> what does Yoshi give you when you Actually, collect you 120, 120 one. power stars? What does Yoshi give you when you collect 120 power stars?
2: pat on the back.
0: You're so close. Not really, but what you got, Javier? <laughs> oh, wing cap. He gives you 100 lives. 100 lives? Is that what it is? Yeah. I thought... Who needs 100 lives? And the last question! When does the princess... Where? I mean, where does the princess kiss Mario at the end of the game? is
2: big, heckin' chonker of a nose.
0: His nose. You both got that right. Okay. <laughs> so Javier wins by one. He makes a comeback. All right. Way to go, Javier. I won by two. What do you mean? This,
2: this <laughs> is favoritism. <laughs> favoritism. Went, I won by two. All
0: right. So here's my point. Thank you. Let's do a commercial break. Commercial break. Commercial break. Go check out uh, gote.tv, which is uh, Gamers on the Edge on Twitch. Go check out uh, on so Twitter Gamers story. on the Edge. Uh, on TikTok, we're on there now. G O T E Esports, and uh, go to gotemerch.com, Use for the kids. The number four. There, you go. Oh, that's all the all the advertising for now. <laughs> that was the commercial. Follow us break. on
2: Twitch. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. That's Follow right. us on Instagram. Follow us. I lost my camera. Follow you us wherever you want to be.
0: Camera, what are we doing?
2: <laughs> I was hitting my desk and it fell off my monitor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so with that here's it's like XQC. my point of the day which by the way speaking of that uh that mario thing did you know before we move on that the actress who uh voiced princess peach also wrote the game's text
2: Interesting. oh that's a, yeah, yeah. a cute little yeah. fact
0: yeah, yeah and uh here we go uh my fact There have been... Nolan Bushnell, who we talked about, the founder of Atari in 1972, sold it for $28 million in 1977, and then started Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) That's a lot of clams. Now, here's the kicker that I found interesting about this. I mean, so this guy starts atari uh which if we go back a couple of episodes you guys will will hear me say that steve jobs actually worked for atari when they first started uh so he starts atari sells it for 28 million and then takes that money and starts chucky e. cheese because he was just kind of intrigued With the whole thing of animatronics and what Disney was doing and he wanted to do what Walt was doing. It was kind of a weird thing because at the time, McDonald's had put in all these playgrounds. Uh, Then there were video games going up everywhere. He didn't want to compete, so he just kind of made his own and conglomerate of all of it. The funny thing that I did find out about it is that he actually thought the reason it ended up being a rat uh that smokes cigars <laughs> for kids um he actually bought this costume at I can't even remember where it was but he was at some event he's like oh that's a great costume I'll buy it and then you know we'll use it as the mascot so he bought the costume and he's like this 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 coyote looks really cool um And he sends it off so that they can try it on and see what it looks like. And when they put it on, they realize this is not a coyote. This is a rat. Uh, But by that time, he was like, oh, who cares? Let's just make it a rat then. (laughs) (laughs) But originally, it was going to be be coyote pizza. Uh, (laughs) Because he thought he bought a costume for a coyote because he thought it was a really cool coyote. Uh, not a coyote. Not a coyote. It was a rat. And by that point, he was like, oh, well, who cares? It's kind of funny. So we'll just move on with it. Which, and another thing that I found interesting, man, if he could see the future. Steve Jobs, who, again, worked with him at the very beginning of Atari, offered him one-third of Apple for 50 thousand dollars he said no i'm gonna start chuck e cheese i believe in my rat (laughs) (laughs) one he he was going to own one third of apple for fifty thousand dollars he said no and started chuck e cheese instead Steve, you, you so, just don't
2: get it, okay? Pizza and Ski ball—that's that's where so it's brutal. at right now.
1: So what you didn't mention is that he is not the fa- um uh, the what's it called? He's not the owner of Atari, but he is a co-founder. Uh huh. The other co-founder being uh, let me get his full name: Ted Dabney. Ted Dabney. Um, he left Atari because he felt overshadowed by, by Bushnell and, um, another colleague. And eventually he ended up, um, working back, um, with Bushnell outside of Atari and they created, um, Syzygy gaming, which Syzygy is a a term that refers to, I think it's three or more celestial bodies in perfect alignment. Um, back in ninety. Kinda like the three
0: of us right now. Like so, so if Javier, myself and Steven stood in a straight line would be a sesigi. Three celestial bodies. In I ain't not Celestial
1: line. about my body. <laughs> I mean unless you say that I'm a star then I I can't argue unless with
0: you but... I'm in the front of then it'd just be an eclipse. I'm
2: pretty sure I'm the dying neutron
1: <laughs> star. But but so also, Chuck E. Cheese was not the original name of the better name actually. What was the name? It was um uh, so what I'm referring to is the original idea which was uh Pizza Time Theater. Pizza Time Theater. And well well, by
0: the way, Pizza Time Theater was after they realized they had a rat, because the original name was gonna be Coyote Pizza. (laughs) But anyway, go ahead. Are,
1: this was this was before um their yeah, yeah, whole this is once Chuck they started. thing. Um, so, Pizza Time Theater Um They they started doing like the whole arcade thing, um pizza showtime, whatever. And they actually Dabney created a lot of the games that went into the pizza time theaters through syzygy gaming which is um the project that he was on with um or double dipping. so yeah he was
0: what you got steven i can see your face over there
2: i'm just reading what uh obvi's talking about yeah, I'm acknowledging it. I got nothing else. I already did my He's fun fact. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I acknowledge. <laughs>
2: I'm more so. I'm, I'm looking for any uh, like. Um, actually, yeah, no, right on point.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think I would have liked the coyote because honestly, the whole, you know, the whole Five Nights at Freddy' uh, feel mm. of of uh, of Chuck E. Cheese was no, all no, creepy no. To me. No, no, no. Chuck. I that. I, I Five die Nights the sky, at Freddy's
1: has rat. a Chuck E. Cheese feel. That's not true. not the other way around. Yeah, Chuck very, E. Cheese was true. far more terrifying at a far younger age.
2: That Th- dog gets me every time with the, the hat. Dude,
0: there were
1: some of those things. So
0: I'm looking through some of these things. They had a they had a group called the Beagles, which were basically the Beatles, but they were just all dogs and they sang Beatles songs. Uh they had they had a Michael Jackson animatronic. If you guys get a chance to check out, the, dude, you can pull it up and show it to the stream. But for those of you listening to the podcast, if you get a chance to look up the Michael Jackson Chuck E. Cheese animatronic, it's oh boy, it's terrifying. It, <laughs> I can't remember what the original name was, but it had some, you know, it they had that. They had a. Uh, Oh, What were some of the others? I'm telling you, some of these were just, were just magnificent names. <laughs> by by Stephen's face, I think he might have found it.
2: I think I got something else. What <laughs> a...
0: would you find? <laughs> no, I can't show this. <laughs> oh no.
2: <laughs> I just think it might be too terrifying for something. <laughs> so we I'm we you, appreciate your discussion.
0: So, some of these some of these were just really creepy. Yeah. I, I, I I'll. I'll Let me just download a picture of it they even had one um that was supposed to be for parents because it was a hippo and and her bosom would bounce and they were like no we don't want to put this in front of the kids but they put it there anyway so it didn't it
1: you know what the more you know right (laughs) oh look my this. look at this as what? I'm
2: saying is, he, is this what you're talking about anymore? yeah is the oh yeah this is the, the abomination, yeah, oh, yeah, that's 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 the abomination
0: the Michael Jackson animatronic terrifying. it is absolutely
1: <laughs> creepy this, I'm telling you you yeah, guys are like King... you're like King Crimson it's, uh, from it's JoJo's. an awful oh, yeah. looking uh
2: <laughs> just please do not use golden when on uh, me um, a Requiem no Requiem
0: <laughs> I'm telling you it's, there were some creepy ones in uh the the Michael Jackson uh, animatronic was definitely at the top of the list of <laughs> of creepy animatronics that they decided to go with. Uh, <laughs> people are going to have nightmares now that we have that on the screen. Oh yeah. Um, Oops. But all right. So so the next wait before we go into the next fact, are you going to do the I'm other? Doing... So we so so again we are trying to be educational here. The difference between objective and subjective. Huh. Now we are going to a subjective uh game. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. A
1: subjective game?
0: Yeah, you're not gonna like this one. Well I love games. <laughs> so this is the messed up feud. And <intricate vomit> <graveyard> <laughs> <laughs> like G major all right can we
2: find a g major uh, family feud
0: here we go are you ready for this sir weird i'm ready gonna, as I'm as gonna be animal asking animal. you for the top 10 for those of you uh listening for the first time what's up chris for those of you listening for the first time chris you can play along from home uh on Heck our yeah. on our twitch channel let's see how many answers t- uh he gets right uh here's what's happening today we're gonna do the top 10 80's arcade game. This was actually brought up by by your inspiration. Dude, you gotta get that face out of the screen. I can't concentrate I, not... with that creepy Michael <laughs> looking at me.
2: I'm <laughs> currently looking for something else. <laughs> that creepy... Now you 80's arcade game. I'm Michael gonna, gonna animatronic
1: find... is just awful. Oh, this is <laughs> killing me. Uh, just make your face bigger until...
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna have nightmares about that animatronic. No,
2: I'm trying to be the world's worst Shining On.
0: <laughs> Alright so again so so right now we're gonna go to top 10 80s arcade games now they were fifty five thousand people surveyed so again this is a a, a big number of people surveyed Uh, let's let's flip it flip a coin Javier, flip a coin on your phone let's see who's gonna go first all right call it Steven heads or tails tails I'm always tails Let's see. Have here flips the coin? And it says... Oh, come on. It says, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that quarter sucks. It <laughs> says tails. All right. You win, sir. All right. Chris, so, is that saying means get... Chris is saying he's going to have nightmares because of that Michael Jackson animatronic. I'm working on it. I'm so, more, once I, Chris, if once you I get my this, And for those of you who are listening on the podcast, you can see it uh, on our YouTube channel later on. It's going to be under the playlist of Pontification Station. Um, yeah, it is a creepy uh, Michael Jackson animatronic that Chuck E. Cheese was using way back in the days. All right, anyway, so you get to go first
2: all right and with that being said my first answer is my one of my personal favorite arcade games um dig dug
0: oh you're gonna be so mad what dig dug is number 11 on the list (laughs) (laughs) you couldn't have been any closer without getting a point so for those of you again just joining us the way the points work are backwards because we are backwards if you get answer number 10, you actually get 10 points because that's the hardest question to get. If you get answer number 1, you only get one point because that should be the easiest in theory. Uh, mm. If you get answer number 11, you get nothing, Steven. Unfortunately, Dig Dug was Tragedies. number 11 on the list, and you got one strike already. Javier, what you you Uh, Street Fighter. This game is rigged. Street Fighter is number 14 on the list. Man. You guys got to dig deep into that top 10. All so, right, uh, Steven, prob- what'd you got?
2: So when you said Street Fighter, do you mean Street Fighter 1? Because that was not...
0: Yeah, yeah, or- this is all arcades in the 80s.
2: I was about to say, Javi, because when I think Street Fighter, I think 90s.
0: Um. Galaga? Galaga is number one. You get one point. All right, so Steven's got... He's on the board with one <sighs> point. Number one game in the 80s. I thought oh, that would be
2: like fourth place.
0: Dang it. <laughs> you got one point. Alright, what's your next answer?
2: The next one is going to be Missile Command.
0: No. Not on, Not even in the top 20. Missile Command's not even in the top 20. This is Javier, favorite what do you game. got? Uh, Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong, number three. So Javier takes the lead. Three to one. All right, Javier. Uh, Pac-Man? Pac-Man, number two. Javier's on a roll. He must be butter. So he's got five points now. Um, hmm. So there's... Come on. There's... It's not... 80s arcade games. Just... just... Contra. Was Contra.
1: Contra? Did Contra get...
0: I don't know. Put is in that your arcades? answer? Yeah. No, not even in the top 20.
2: Contra wasn't an so arcade
1: game. Five... Well, I didn't know if it got, um, uh, if it was uh, like a port.
2: No, no, no. It's it was originally an it's five to, one. to my understanding.
1: All
0: right, Steven, what
1: you got?
2: I'm going to say the better game, Miss Pac Man.
0: Miss Pac Man is number five. So he takes the lead six to five right now. Steven with a slight lead. what you got? I'm gonna say,
2: just to bring it back full circle, Cubert.
0: No Cubert in the top twenty. Ah! All right, Javier. you gotta get this. He's got a lead, six to five. Uh, streets of Rage. No Streets of Rage. Damn. All right, I'm gonna give you guys one more, one more. You get one more. Oh, man. Like, do you
2: want to say an obvious one or one of my favorite ones? Because this is supposed to be subjective. I
0: do yeah, uh, well, <laughs> I mean, 55,000 people surveyed on people are dumb. Janker, a Ranker. Frogger. Frogger is number six. So he's oh. got 12 points now. 12 to 5. And yeah, say one of my favorites, uh, Gauntlet. Gauntlet is 13. Not top ten. All right, twelve to five. Javier, you need you need big numbers here,
1: huh? Dragon's Lair. Oh,
0: Dragon's Lair is twelve. You guys should put in some good ones. You're missing some of the top ten. That should be number one. Let's be honest. You you, want to keep going? You want to keep going, Steven? You want to take another shot?
2: I almost said Missile Command again.
0: (laughs) Twelve to five. Twelve to five. Um. I mean I am keeping it alive because at least Hold you on. guys are giving me some of the top twenty, so I'm trying to that, remember. That, that um, keeps the game alive.
2: I'm trying to remember the name of this game. I know it has burger in it. Burger time. Burger time.
0: Denied. Not in the ah! top twenty. Have you <sighs> Okay. So far we have Galaga, Pac Man, Miss Pac-Man, Frogger. Demon No. Alright, so if you guys miss this one, both of you missed this one, it's over. What you got, Steven? Twelve to five. You're in the lead.
2: I was reading chat. What did Javier say? I don't repeat it.
0: <over>
1: <laughs> well, you can't. You, I can't tell you. It's top secret. Yeah, you had you had to be there. I can't help you. You had
2: to be there. <laughs> I had to be there. Okay. Um, I actually don't remember this was said already. Space Invaders.
0: Space Invaders number four. So you got sixteen points now.
2: I'm out. I got. I can't think of any other game. No, NES games are coming to mind.
0: All right, give me something else. It's still alive.
2: Uh, um, 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 did I say Frogger already? Yes. Frogger two. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Electric Bugaloo. <laughs> 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 um, um, um. We already said Pac-Man. We already said I just said Miss Pac-Man earlier. Thinking smart Like I'm trying. I'm digging through my brain of like those arcade cabinet <laughs> compilations. We already
0: decided Dig Dug was eleven, so don't dig too. And much.
2: It has. I'm already about to explode Um, Okay Hmm. I'm thinking of those Vertical side scrolling shooters Like Raiden, but Raiden was 90s And early 2000s Um, 1942 wasn't a cabinet Was it? That was purely NES, wasn't it? Because otherwise my answer is 1942
0: What's your answer? 1942 Nineteen Forty Two is number eight on the list.
2: You're kidding me. Dude, it was an arcade game. It. You got twenty I thought points. It was just NES. I thought it
0: was just NES. Dude, that, I spent so much time playing Nineteen Forty Two with my best friend I love Alan because I, I we have it. it's on my there, shelf. the two of us, one on each side of the arcade cabinet, and just go till we finished the whole game. We spent so many quarters on that. And for those of you listening, I am fifty years old. Graduated from high school in '89, so this is actually. Right down my alley. I I played most of these, if not all of them. All right, you got another one. I'm out. Chuck E. Cheese is my answer for Chuck E. Cheese. I'm here. I'm here. You can still make a comeback, believe it or not. There's there's Uh, numbers seven and number nine and ten. Seven. Super Mario Bros. That's number 20. Is it number
2: 20? I forgot they made a. Yeah, that's number
0: 20 on the list. Oh, man, this is hard. You guys are keeping it alive, though, because Steven got the last one right. So, one more. Steven? One more. What'd you got? <sighs> I'm Got like a Pac Man.
2: See, so, yeah, I made the, Kong, the misfortune. I made the, the, the misfortune of being born in the 90s.
0: Frogger? Imagine how I feel yeah no. we get we got three generations here for those of you <laughs> listening
2: right, javier are you technically millennial i'm stalling as you can tell
1: i i was born 99
0: in december of 99 he was barely in there
2: so yeah i think the cutoff point for millennials like 2001 or something like that i might be wrong it doesn't matter anyway yeah. um god i'm looking at Chuck E. cheese pictures and that's all that's on my mind right now <laughs> <laughs>
0: Chuck E. Cheese on the, the brain. Boys. Animatronic <laughs> rabbit
1: trail. It just, just just went down that bunny hole. Should, it's awful. Um, you should switch your yourself I'm, to the other side so it looks like he's blowing you up. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm about to change it. Yeah, There's yeah. a reason why I'm looking at Chuck E. Cheese. Right, so go ahead.
2: <laughs> um, I'm going to say Asteroids just because that was one of my favorite games. Asteroids
0: number seven. I, I'm 20, now I'm done. I'm absolutely done. I can't think of anything points. else. Points. You are killing think, it right now. I don't think Holly can recover, let's be honest. Javier, I don't know. He, i can't recover like what technically there's still nine and ten on the list you need both of those in order to make this in order to make the comeback
2: i I say you raise it to a top 15.
0: we already used some of those so it's too late now (laughs) come on javier It'd be really close if I raced it to the top 15 because he got 12 and 14. You got 11.
2: Maybe I shouldn't. I, I didn't say anything. Never
0: mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so.
2: Did you guys see the new Chuck E. Cheese logo? It's pretty bad. Dude, I,
0: yeah, I played really number bad. 9 a whole lot. I don't think I played number 10 much at all. I mean, I, I saw it there all the time. I just didn't play it. No,
1: Killer Instinct was 90. You right?
0: know? 9, I played the junk out of it. And I, finally 10. Found it. I will oh. say this. Nine and ten are solo players. They're not multiplayer games. Ah, I guess ten could have been multiplayer, but I honestly I ignored it, so I have no idea.
2: Yeah, where are my 90s babies at.
0: I mean, it's multiplayer now, but back then I don't know if it was multiplayer on the on the RK cabinet. This is so.
1: Alright, Javier. One shot. Like Do not, not miss your chance. <laughs> this <laughs> opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better lose yourself in the moment. make you What'd you got? Uh,
0: What'd you got, Javier?
1: I honestly I I don't know.
0: Number nine. Outrun.
1: I have no Out idea run. what that is. Yeah. I have absolutely no idea You've what that played
0: is. played it, but you would, don't remember it. It was literally, you get in this car and just run forever. Uh, it was it was a great game. in um, uh, number 10, Tetris. I honestly don't remember if Tetris had uh, two-player capability at the time for the arcade cabinet.
2: I didn't even know it had a cabinet. I it mean, like an official there.
0: cabinet. I ignored it because I'd just, I'd rather beat things up. Uh, <laughs>
2: like, like, I figured there'd be like the cabinets, like you would see, like a Dave and Buster's modernized. but I would I did not think it would have an 80s cabinet.
0: Yeah. Some of the other ones in the top 20 were pretty cool. Like, you guys mentioned uh, Dig Dug, Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer was like out, the right. prettiest game that was awful. You know?
2: I, I uh, prefer Space Ace, actually. It over... was
0: so pretty, that Dragon Slayer. Gauntlet, Street Fighter, Defender, uh, Pole Position, 16, 17, position. Centipede. Yeah,
1: that was another one. Uh, Time,
0: 18, Battle Zone, 19, I played a lot, it was Afterburner.
2: Afterburner was fun.
0: Yeah, and number 20, Super Mario Bros., we talked about I want,
1: that. I want to buy a Spy Hunter cab. Spy Hunter I love cab. Spy Hunter.
2: I actually love that, P- like the, what was it, for PS2, 2002, Spy Hunter came out as well, that game was fun. Didn't it? Yeah, it was a three D spy hunter. And then they tried to do like a reboot back in like twenty I don't know, fourteen with like The Rock. It was really weird. They were that's going not awesome. weird. I feel like yeah, am yeah, that, that's real.
0: I feel like I'm gonna start keeping score. so far is three to one, Steven. And Steven seems to win all the subjective games. And so far you've won the only objective game we've had.
2: Well, which is weird because I'm the most like um <laughs> combative against the subjective yeah enemies. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so all right, Javier
1: what is your point? last point of today is okay mines mine's actually um the fact that Charles Martinet has been the voice actor for almost every single appearance of Mario in popular media. There have only been twelve projects that have not been voiced by Charles Martinet. And one of those was voiced by um oh man. What's his name now? I can't remember. Ah, uh,
2: Chris
1: Pratt. Chris Pratt, yes, Chris Pratt. <laughs> no, one of them one of them was uh He's Peter so cool. Cullen, the original voice for optimus prime in the animated show for um in the original animated transformers show huh which was made solely to sell toys right no i mean i
2: was almost every cartoon or animated series of any brand
1: thank you hasbro (laughs) although I, i gotta say i really i really do have to thank hasbro because the the original transformers show was amazing well, did you know that
0: the actress for uh, Mario 64 also voiced uh, the the voice for uh, Princess Peach, and she also wrote the game's text?
1: Well, I mean, being as you told us like 20 minutes ago, <laughs> yes. Yes, I, I, I did actually know that.
2: You doing all right today, Angel? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: You hit fifty, and it all goes downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, like... once the gray hair started
2: coming out, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start forgetting things on purpose.
0: <laughs> I just act this way, so when I get old and senile, nobody will know the difference. Oh no, exactly. You're just yeah, kind of yeah, setting yeah. the standard right now. You're just <laughs> setting the bar. <laughs> We're just going with it. Um, no, that is very cool. So wait a minute. So he did. So I was reading. He he's been ten voices of Mario. What does that mean? so i was trying to figure out what that meant he's been 10 voices of mario yeah like there have been oh there have been 10 voices of mario and charles what i read was there's been 10 voices of mario and charles uh has been most of them basically
1: yes there there have
0: been um uh so has he done multiple voices like different voices for mario um that's what it sounds like doesn't it it sounds
1: so so what it what it is is um mario as a character has had um the same voice for however long um he's had a voice and then there are very there are like outside um there are outside projects like the the Super Mario Super Show where Mario was Lou Albano um, that have not had Charles Martinet. Which, I mean, kind of going back to what we were saying
0: before, which is interesting, I also did read, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but that Mario 64 was really the first one where they started to use
1: actual speaking lines. I think it was because of the the way that technology had progressed at that point. Um, before that, I think it was less um, advantageous to put in that many um, voice lines and stuff when they already have so many other sounds going on and they just Nintendo has always been one to, um, as far as like my experience and my knowledge, one to cut corners whenever they can like (laughs) there's no reason that the joy-con controllers should be as cheap as they are there's (laughs) there's no reason for that
2: we've been drifting since what
1: 2016 it's 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 ridiculous but i uh... mean speaking of cutting
0: corners did you know that in mario 64 the actress who voiced princess peach uh, her name was Leslie Swan. She actually also wrote uh, the some of the text. So what happened was, and the reason I bring this up again...
2: <laughs> I wasn't listening. Can you read all that again?
0: I'm... <laughs> <laughs> so, so the reason I bring this up again is because you saying they cut corners, it actually does have something to do with this. It's not just me going senile. I'm going to Uh, lose my mind.
1: (laughs) I, (laughs) I'm losing brain cells.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Um, so, (laughs) um, the reason I do bring that again is because this time it's actually, uh, pertinent to the whole thing. What happened was she was supposed to be the writer. Mm -hmm. They sent her to Japan. Um, As the writer and they said well since you're here and you have to translate this to English anyway why don't you go ahead and read the this stuff and they're like why are we gonna hire somebody else why are we gonna bring somebody else in if you're already here you're already capable of doing it and we're having you write it anyway, so let's just go ahead and there, and cut another person out because there's no need to yeah. go get them. So so that's how she ended up doing it. That's there, was
1: another, there was another story like that. Um, I feel like we touched on it um, in one of the previous podcasts uh, where somebody was the voice of something uh, because... They just happened to be there. Yeah, and then they went back for like royalties or something. I can't, I can't remember. Silent Hill. Silent Hill.
2: Silent Hill Two. Technically, so um, trying to remember the gentleman's name who did the voice of James Sunderland from uh, Number Two. So what ended up happening was they did the eight Konami put the, the job of doing an HD collection or remaster, because at the time, there was HD collections left and right for PS3, 360 generations, and they gave it to some company, and they didn't give the company the source code. Alleg- allegedly, they, Konami lost the source code, so they had to redo the, both Silent Hill 2 and Silent Hill 3 oh. from the ground up, and it was a disaster. Like, it's a really bad port. Like It's considered quite the joke. Like If you're ever playing Silent Hill, do not go for those HD collections. It's not worth it. You know, don't do it. Anyway, the... They added, or they—I'm trying to find the best ways of phrase this. They basically recasted the entire cast for Silent Hill 2, and they redid all the voices. And, and you know, great actors. I mean, Troy Baker, you know, is for one is was yeah. played as James. And then you had, um, man, I'm, I just can't—I'm blanking on names today. But anyway, um, the original actor for James Underwood, the main character of Silent Hill 2, he's like, um, hey, that's cool that you know you're changing the voice and all, but a lot. A lot of people didn't know too is the people that did the voices for the characters also did the entire motion capture so their work is being displayed again in this hd collection yeah they're not getting paid for it so technically on one side he is like talking about fair representation and fair you know compensation for the work he's done these people are making money off of the work he's done as well as the other he's it wasn't just for himself he's speaking for all of those actors right. yeah. at that time and uh yeah it was just a mess so eventually, they found a compromise. Uh, they ad- they allowed the option for players to switch between Silent Hill 2 original voice acting and the new voice acting. Um, they didn't do that for Silent Hill 3 though. The HD collection Wait, was so locked. You
0: can at switch the audio.
2: <clears throat> you can switch the audio from in the Silent Hill 2 oh, that's cool. HD collection. Only Silent Hill 2 though. You can only switch between the original cast and the new cast. Silent Hill 3 was locked at the new cast for the HD collection.
0: That's kind of cool. I mean, that kind of reminds me of the whole uh, Halo when Mm -hmm. you could go back and play Halo 2 and you could switch back between the original. I think that was one of the coolest things. Don't
2: come in. Don't commend these guys as much because they did not do a good job. Listen, I love that. I love that I could
0: click on that thing <laughs> and just see it the way I originally saw Halo 2. See,
2: but 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 see, when Halo, when 343 did it with Halo, that was to cater to the fans. That was hey guys, we added this beautiful thing because you the people would love this. Yeah. This was this for HD Collection was to avoid a lawsuit.
0: Yeah yeah. No, <laughs> so no, no, it, wasn't, no, no. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was completely different. I'm just saying that I yeah. really appreciated. I thought that was really cool when. When they did that for Halo, because and it was really funny because they had this beautiful, you know, new rendition of it, and I ended up playing the old school uh, <laughs> view the whole time. I just right, I just right. liked it. There was just something about that, you know, that that's it was just classic. Really cool. Yeah, the the whole classic and, idea.
2: And I'm back at the Wiki page now. Mary Elizabeth McGlynn was a, another uh, great actress that helped out with that. In fact, she actually did the voice direction for that remaster, which actually I kind of opposed that. The 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 HD collection, the new, the, the remastered voices are actually pretty bad. Not that, not that the acting is bad, but it just completely takes the tone away from the game. Again, yeah. Silent Hill is known for its avant-garde, very you know, uncanny valley. Yeah, all that gets removed when you have these new voices. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. so very unfortunate. So, anyway, if you're going to play the Silent Hill games, please play the original releases if you can, whether it be the Xbox version, which has the additional content, or the original PlayStation Two. But she was the game voice League. actor. Yes, she was a voice actor or actress for um, the female lead of the game.
0: But she didn't write the text because, you know...
2: No, 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 no. So (laughs) the dialogue, the the actual... Oh, God. I see what you're actually saying now.
0: (laughs) I hate this. (laughs) Because you know who did uh
1: you know no please Swan. remind me <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Swan was it?
0: yeah yeah yeah. for those of you who were wondering yeah it was Leslie Swan she she wrote the text and she voiced Peach in Mario 64 and uh <laughs> if you've learned nothing
1: else <laughs> that with... was the train leaving the station of his brain all of his thoughts out the window He lost it! They're gone! They left the station! And with that, we're gonna do the
0: outro song. (laughs) God, God, I hope people
2: do not have their
0: their speakers or
2: headset on max
0: volume. For those of you who just joined us right now in the middle of that, uh, I do apologize. Uh, This will be up on YouTube. And uh, you can actually go back and see uh, what in the world we were talking about. Hey, it's Black Cyclone, gone like the wind. It is um, like spirit. You know, again, because this is Pontification Station, thank you so much for joining us. We talk about whatever comes to mind and uh, (laughs) Black Cyclone uh, on Twitch, gote.tv. Uh, just commented, Gone Like the Wind, and all I could think of was the movie Spirit. Uh, you remember that movie with the horse? Yeah. Okay, so I used to be a a Spanish teacher. (laughs) No, wait, wait, this is, this is, this is the way to end the show today, because the show has been so bizarre. Anyway, uh, we were watching in Spanish 1, and in Spanish 1, a lot of times what I would do is I would put the movie in Spanish for them and I'd put English subtitles across the bottom I really wonder what some of these people writing the subtitles are thinking in their head I don't understand there's a scene in spirit where the one horse you know the the, the horse sees the other horse blah 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 and across the bottom of the screen it says "seductively neighing
1: <laughs> <I was> like... <laughs>
0: So, just in case you missed it, you can go back and you can see that seductive name <laughs> right the subductively named according to the subtitles on the movie spirit uh, that's right and uh i I never lived that one over as a as a spanish teacher the The students would continuously uh bring that whole seductively named thing up uh I did teach high school, so it was interesting. But thank you, Black Cyclone, for joining us on the stream. Again, those of you who joined us late, you can go back. You can also find us on any uh, podcast. Pretty much should be everywhere. Uh, This will be uploaded later on this week. It is Pontification Station uh, on iTunes, on iHeart, on Spotify, on something else that I can't remember. But it is out there. Again, thank you so much for joining us. This is us. Talking to you, appreciating your time, and making a difference. See ya.